Well, it doesn't matter if you play for the men's team or the women's team, you'll be making the same money. The U.S. Soccer Federation announced yesterday, Kevin, in different agreements with different unions, that men and women will receive matching pay, including equal distribution of World Cup prize money. That was a real sticking point in these negotiations. Yeah, U.S. Soccer President Cindy Parlo-Cohn said this is a truly historic moment. Uh, what I'm wondering, Tom, is if uh, if the men's men are going to make less monies and the women are going to make more, or if the men are going to make what they're making and the women are going to match that. It looks like it might be the first rather than the latter. But to find yeah. out, let's bring in WGR Sports Analyst Steve Courtney. Steve, what's going on? Well, Kev, Tom, good morning to you. Hello again, my friends. What we're talking about is a story that's been, quite frankly, 25 years in the making. Indeed, the unions for the United States men's and women's national soccer teams have ratified new collective bargaining agreements with U.S. soccer that include an equal split of World Cup bonuses, the Federation and the two unions announcing just yesterday. Now, the two CBAs will go into effect on June 1st and last until the end of 2028. How significant is this? You go back to 1996, fellas, the U.S. Olympic gold medal team made about $10 a day. This according to the legendary Julie Foudy. Now, three years later, the ladies, the national team, packed the Rose Bowl and beat China to win the 1999 World Cup. They thought at that particular point in time, for all the right reasons, they were entitled to a modest raise, especially after the Federation signed a reported $120 million deal with Nike. So, going into the 2000 Olympics, the women asked for $5,000 per month. That would have been up from 3150. The Federation said, and then the aforementioned Julie Foudy and Mia Hamm rallied the team to stage a strike. One soccer official said dismissively, they're unemployed. Only when the women threatened to skip the entire Olympics did they win their measly raise. Now, the deals changed certainly the dynamic between the two teams before they were competing for attention and obviously resources from the USSF. Now they're working together to benefit both teams. As a matter of fact, women's national team forward Midge Purse, a member of the union CBA committee, added, and this is significant, I think what this CBA does is it finally creates one nation, one team. Now, the financials work out like this, fellas. The respective unions will receive 90% of the FIFA bonuses paid at the 2022 and 2023 World Cups and 80% of the bonuses at the 2026 and 2027 editions. All of the funds paid out, by the way, from those bonus pools will be split evenly among the two national teams. There are also aspects of the women's deal that are unique as compared to the men's situation, including continued injury protection, child care, and parental leave. So uh, if there is a win-win in the world of sports, uh, the ladies' national team has just gotten it. Yeah, that's really interesting. This is uh, something that could never be done in, where there's private owners, say say the NBA and the WNBA. Uh, th- this would never happen there. No, absolutely not, Kev. And one of the big selling points for the uh, women's national team over a significant period of time is indeed the popularity 
of the women's game. Women's World Cup, from a television rating standpoint, uh, far outs, uh, uh, outdo what the men have been up to. So uh, you've got Megan Rapino, uh, one of the top caliber ladies players uh, over the last period of time. She has made this her life's work. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, the equality that we are seeing in U.S. soccer, it's uh, quite frankly about time. Yeah, and you mentioned this because it is about time because this doesn't go just back to 2016 when women's soccer, uh, like Hope Solo and uh, Megan Rapino, they they were making waves about this. This goes back to, as you said, 1995, Mia Ham era, when they were locked out of that training camp and whatnot. So this has been a long time fight, and you think about 1995 to now, that's 27 years this has taken. Well, you know what, Tom? You, again. In 1996, the women's national team uh, had the eye of the nation, uh, winning that gold medal. And then Julie Foudy, one of the prominent members of that team, said, yeah, when you break it down, we made about $10 a day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Hey, when you when you factor in inflation, that's still not a lot of money. <laughs> I don't no, care. you're absolutely right. And uh, you know what? Again, uh, this uh, equality conversation has been going on in our great nation for a while. So uh, for the ladies to uh, uh, get what they were looking for, and even more importantly, what they were entitled to is uh, a wonderful sign. So do you think, Steve, that this uh, will trickle down to, say, college sports? Because we talk about uh, women versus men, and and there were some uh, Instagram posts last year. I don't know. I think it was from the basketball championships. Like, this is this is uh, the you know how the men uh, men roll, and this is how the women roll, and just the the weight rooms, the swag bags, every every bit of it. uh, Clearly, uh, the men more money is being spent on the men in college sports than, than the women. Well, you raise a great point, Kev. Uh, obviously, uh, come tournament time, uh, the difference between men's and women's basketball has been rather significant, unfortunately. And uh, it's all been raised in various stories. As a matter of fact, I think going into uh, this last uh, NCAA tournament, as it applies to the women, they were actually able to call it March Madness. So how about that? But mm. uh, the fall off between the two uh, had been significant. The NCAA is saying that they are going to uh, do what they need to do to bring about more parity. Again, you talk about another uh, it's about time moment. Uh, now we just don't have time to get into uh, what is going on at the college level with NIL. Uh, there are so many coaches, high level, like Nick Saban, even Tom Izzo, saying that NIL is on a very slippery slope and it needs to be addressed uh, because it is uh, going to be a major headache for college athletics. But when but you bring it into the professional realm, though, like the WNBA and the NBA, those salaries are based on viewers, uh, on their customers, aren't they? So that's where it becomes a different animal altogether, but there are still calls for equal pay in the WNBA toward uh, compared to the NBA itself. Is that something that's even feasible based on the different size and audience? Well, you know, uh, a WNBA legend, Sue Bird, uh, has come out and said, uh, you know what, we are starting to close the gap a little, but I think there are some WNBA players, Tom, that are also realists that realize the amount of dollars being generated by the WNBA as opposed, obviously, to the NBA. 
it, it is not going to clear a path uh, to maybe even come close. But that being said, the pay scale in every way, shape, and form for the WNBA in 2022, much better, I think, than it was when this league kicked off. Yeah. What's going to be nice is the men are really going to be rooting for the women, and the women are really going to be rooting for the men. They're all they're all in it together, and the, yep. and the better both teams do, the more money they, they'll all make. Yep. It's well, good. And, and that is significant. Uh, again, Mitch Purse putting it this way, I think uh, what the CBA does is it finally creates one nation, one team. Kevin, that goes along with what you were just talking about. It absolutely. And as for me, a father of two uh, female athletes, I love it when they're cheering the other teams on. The the, the men's team cheering on the women's team and the women's team cheering on the men's. And they can only do that if the other aspects, I think, are there's some parity amongst those groups, especially in the, in the college ranks and the different uh, ranks like that. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Steve Courtney, WJR Sports Analyst. Appreciate it, Steve. All right, Tom, Kev, you guys have a great day. Look forward to our chat tomorrow. Yeah, likewise. 800 What do you think about this? Equality in men's and women's sports in terms of what they're paid. 800 wjr